all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 16th of October. The International Monetary Fund has cut India's growth forecast sharply for the current financial year, joining a list of organizations that are forecasting a sharp slowdown in the Indian economy. The IMF expects the Indian economy to grow by 6.1% in the current financial year, compared to its earlier forecast of 7%. The IMF forecasts that growth will pick up to 7% in the next financial year, but even this is a downward revision from the earlier forecast of 7.2%. It's not like India is the only slowing economy, though. The IMF cut its 2019 global growth forecast for the fifth time, citing broad deceleration across the world's largest economies as trade tensions undermine expansion. The IMF projects that the world economy will grow 3% this year, down from 3.2% seen in July, with the 2020 estimate lowered to 3.4% from 3.5%. In more news on the Indian economy, its trade deficit narrowed to the lowest in seven months in September as the slowdown in economic growth reduced demand for imports. The gap between exports and imports was at $10.86 billion last month, down from $13.45 billion in August. That was lower than the median estimate for a $12.9 billion deficit in a Bloomberg survey of 20 economists. The Reserve Bank of India has decided to offer on-time authorization for new payment service providers in three categories to encourage competition and innovation. The licenses will be issued to new players for providing services through Bharat Bill Payment Operating Unit System or Trade Receivables Discounting System or to set up white-label automated teller machines or ATMs, according to a statement from the RBI. Rating agency ICRA has downgraded six loan pools of Divan Housing Finance Corporation Limited, or DHFL, due to the company's inability to fund the accounts through which payments on these loan pools were to be made. Blackstone Group and a rival consortium led by KKR are considering bids for the cement unit of Indian cosmetics to paper conglomerate Imami Group, according to a Bloomberg report that quoted unnamed sources. TPG Capital is also weighing a bid for Imami Cement and could look for a local partner. KKR, meanwhile, is in talks to team up with detergent maker Nirma to make a deal. In international news, the U.S. House gave support to pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong by passing a bill that would require an annual review of whether the city is sufficiently autonomous from Beijing to justify its special trading status under U.S. law. The Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act is one of four measures passed by the House on Tuesday. It provides for sanctions against officials responsible for undermining fundamental freedoms and autonomy in Hong Kong. The timing is sure to inject more tension into an already delicate state of affairs in the US-China trade talks. Beijing strongly opposed the move, saying it grossly interferes in China's internal affairs.
And speaking of those talks, Beijing is putting in more conditions in its trade war with the US. Chinese officials want tariffs to be rolled back before they can agree to buy as much as $50 billion of American agricultural products. That's according to a Bloomberg report. These purchases, though, were part of the initial deal, according to President Donald Trump. And although China is willing to start purchasing more U.S. agricultural products as part of the Phase 1 trade deal that Trump announced, it is not likely to reach the $40 billion to $50 billion threshold under current circumstances. The latest developments in the on-again, off-again Brexit deal are looking more promising, at least for now. Negotiators from the UK and the European Union are closing in on a draft deal and there is optimism that there could be a breakthrough and that's the latest, according to two EU officials. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher on the back of positive corporate earnings. The three averages ended higher by between 0.9 and 1.2%. The three early rises in Asia are also positive, with the Nikkei 225 in Japan ahead of the pack, gaining 1.5%. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at midweek? Hi Alex, good morning. Good morning everyone. Global queues are looking extremely strong. The US markets were up almost 200 points. That's the Dow. Asia has started strong and the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook of almost 35 to 40 points at this point of time. No big numbers today, but uh, Mindtree, Federal Bank, AB Money and DB Corp will report numbers today. In terms of numbers announced, Wipro results were above estimates. The consolidated operating margin expanded to 17.3% versus an estimate of 16.3%. The guidance for third quarter translates into 0.8% to 2.8%. Q on Q growth uh, versus an expectation of 0 to 2%. The management believes that the demand environment is stable, but macro uncertainties are there. ACC results are also above estimates. The volumes were down 2%, but blended realization and EBITDA button showed growth this time around. SBI Life results were above estimates. The premium growth was ahead of the industry. Margin improvement continues. Growth was seen across high-margin products, while VNB margins remain strong. All the key matrices showed growth. MCX, strong quarter driven by high turnover levels. The average daily value traded was aided by gold and crude, and financials were aided by transaction fees and cost controls. Weak numbers from Karnataka Bank, NII up 7%, profit down 5%, the asset quality weakened. And even Alican Castelloy revenues down 13%, net profit down 32%, and EBITDA was down 8%, so weak set of numbers. Bajaj Consumer Care is a stock to watch out for. Yesterday, uh, there was this big block deal. Post the block deal, uh, it was understood that the promoters sold in in the block deal. Their stake is down from 60% to 38%. Some of the prominent mutual funds, HDFC Mutual Fund, AB Mutual Fund, ICICI Pro Mutual Fund, Steinberg India, Jupiter India, ICGQ were all buyers in this block deal. ENIL will be in focus. Bahrain-based Adline Media has terminated the brand and content license agreement with the company. Sterling and Wilson signed a contract for a new EPC for a solar farm in Australia. Australia for 222 million Australian dollars. Torrent Pharma, the US FDA, has released the warning letter on the Inrad plant. The warning letter deals with in 
inadequate investigation of out of specification issues and also highlights a repeat observation and says may withhold new approvals and finally in brokerages bank of america merrill lynch has raised reliance industries target to 1615 from the earlier 1560 the consumer business surprise will continue according to them and reliance is on path for her 200 billion dollar market cap as per bank of america merrill lynch but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloomberqin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks arshan and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great day i hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know did you know that you can listen to the show on the ivm podcast app On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shilohit Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.